Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachar Psachim Daf Samach Bet Amur Aleph in the <coughs> middle of our discussion about the invalidity of Arelim and Tmeim as part of a group of Chabura uh, for Pesach. So he asked Ravina the following. Ktani, in the Brighto that we just saw, we had the comparison between Orla and Tum'ah. If somebody's in Arel, they can't eat Pesach. If somebody's Tamei, they can't eat Pesach. Ma Tumah lo asaba mitzah Tumah kechol Tumah. Just like with Tumah, we don't say that if there's some Tumah, it makes it as if it's all Tumah. We'll see what that means. Af Orla lo asaba mitzah Tumah kechol Orla. The same thing with Orla. And our assumption is that that meant that if there's one member of the group who's Arel, it doesn't invalidate the rest of the group. Just like if there's one member of the group who's Tamei, it doesn't invalidate the rest of the group. Hi Tumah Echidami, what's the case? Ilam of Tumat Gavri, you think the people are Tamei? Milo Asaba Mitzat Tumah Kachol Tumah, what does that mean? Dikar Baba Chamisha Gavri Tmein, Rabba Chamisha Gavri Torin, if there's four or five, a few people Tahor, a few people Tamei, the Apostle Tmein the Torin, the Tmein's presence doesn't invalidate the Torin. Kabi Rabbanami, Halopasta, the same thing with Orla. Non, but that's a clear Mishnah. Lemulin Velarelim Kasher, if you do, um, Shechita on behalf of Arilim and Mulim, it's okay. So the Arilim's presence doesn't affect the Mulim. So Maishta Tuma de So why then does the Tana and the Brita assume that Tuma is the case? Well, He's unsure about Orla whether it's like Tuma or like Zman, like Pigul. El Rabbi Tumat Basar must be talking about that the animal that the Korban became Tamei. What does that mean? If, let's say, the leg became Tamei, you burned that, eat the rest. So, what are we talking So, And, and therefore, means part of the animal being affecting the rest. But, you're going to say the brightest talk about Tumat Aguf, Tumat Pasar? We compare those things that don't apply to all korbanot, like orla, to tum'ah, because after all, ola, a korban ola is not eaten by anyone. And therefore, neither orla nor tum'ah of, well, sakon of tum'ah affects it. As opposed to pigol, shonag b'chol azvachim, it applies to all zvachim. Umay tum'ah, even if tum'ah basar, if you think it's tum'ah basar, umay nonag b'chol azvachim, that applies to every korban. Any korban that's tamay can't be put on the mizbeach. And you can't do zrikat adam for it. El apshita betumat gavri. We have to go back to our original understanding that tumai here refers to people who are tamei. Umai in an oig b'chol azvachim. What does it mean? It doesn't apply to all zvachim. The ilu b'chol azvachim arel v'tamei meshachin korbanotayan. When it comes to all other korbanot, an arel or a tamei can send their korban through an agent. Because they don't have to eat it. V'ilu pesach arel v'tamei in meshachin pischem. They cannot send it through an agent. They can't be part of a chabura. It brings the Pesach, and they just don't eat it. So therefore, uh, in Tumah, it, it, the stat, their status of Arilim and Tmeim is different than uh, for Pesach than other Korbanot. So now, Reisha B'Tumat Pasar, Reseva Tumat Gavri, so you think that within the Brayta, they're referring to Tumah in two different contexts. One is Tumat HaGuf, and then the other is Tumat HaOchlim. So Marlein Ravina said, "Yes, shame Tuma Kaparich." They're asking. They're using the model of Tuma as a as an alternative to Zman to see which Arel is closer to, and they're not concerning themselves with which particular kind of Tuma. It's shame Tuma. Mi Basari. So the other possibility is that the entire bright is Tuma Taguft of the animal. 
What happens if the entire chelav that's going to go on the mizbeach became tamei, but there's a kazayit of basar around, or vice versa? You still do zukat adam because there's something either the achila or the haktara that's going to happen. When it comes to Pesach, there must be Kazait Basar available to eat that's not Tamei. So that's why Tumah is different uh, here than others Vachim. Once again, you're saying that the Tumah in the brightest Tumat Basar, but let's go back and think about what kind of Tumah we're talking about. The challenge to say that uh, Tum'ah cannot uh, cannot prove the point is because Tum'ah is something that occasionally is mutar when it comes to Pesach. Then that is, of course, when the Am or the Kohanim, a majority of both, are Tamei. B'may. Ilema b'tumat basar. What, you think that's about Tum'at basar when the animal's Tamei? Hechutra. Where, where is that ever uh, mutar? Habshit of Tum'at Gavri. We're talking about the Tum'at people. That's if you have a tzibur, it's tamei. We still bring the korban pesach. Now, reish b'tumat basar v'sev b'tumat gavri. Now we're going to ask the same question, which is the first part of the bright that referred to tumah in the referent of tumah. There was tumat haguf of the animal, and the end is tumat gavri of the ochlim. So in shem tumah kaparich, and Ravin has the same answer, which is either using tumah as a as a construct as opposed to a specific. And then we do the same exact thing and say the entire thing is tumat basar. When is it? Uh, when is it mutar? Meaning, if everybody's tamei or majority of the am is tamei, and so they bring korban pesach betumah, it's eaten betumah, which means that I'm going to touch it. It's going to be tam tamei too, and so therefore you have the unique case of a korban eaten betumah. Because after all, the whole purpose that, was, that it was brought was for eating, and if the people were Tamei are eating it, they're going to be Tamei. Let's say a Pesach, which has to be a yearling, um, missed a year, meaning you, you uh, dedicated it when it was two months old, and then uh, it was lost, and you found it, so now it's a year and two months old. And you shechted it on the 14th L'Shem Pesach, Pesach Bizmano, or you shechted some other animal L'Shem Pesach on the 14th. Now, Tam Bizmano, the only reason that this is even a discussion is because it was done on the 14th. Hashalom Bizmano Kasher, but if you did it on some other time, certainly be Kasher. That's what Rebbe Lezer only says Pasul, because you did it on the 14th. Why don't we say that after all, since if you did it on the fourteenth, it should be pasul. It should be pasul also in in June. So our Papa Shani Hatam the Markrav Amartem Zavach Pesach who who b'havayato it is what it is lo hu l'shem acherim lo acherim l'shmo not a Pesach brought l'shem something else which is why Pesach shelo l'shmo is pasul. And not something else brought the Shem Pesach Bismanohu Dibushu Pasul Shumachem Machem Pos Pasul in Shmo. So it's only on the fourteenth where if you bring Pesach the Shem something else, it's invalid. Therefore, Shukashel Shumachem Machem Kshem the Shmo. Therefore, and Shalobis Mano, some other time. Where if you brought Pesach L'Shem Shlomim, that would be a valid Shlomim. If you brought something else, L'Shem Pesach, it would also be valid as a Shlomim, of course, not as a Pesach, at some other time.
Now, now we have a story. Rabbi Samloy, well, a third generation uh, Amora from Eretz Yisrael, until the coming of Rabbi Yochanan. So he came to Rabbi Yochanan. Amar neatly mar sefer yochsin. Teach me the sefer yochsin. Right, the, the family connections. Amar le mihechanat. Where are you from? Amar le milud. He's from milud. Hechan motvach. Where do you live? In Hardea. I live in Hardea. Amar le an ein nidonin lo leludim velo le nahardeim. Vachoshkein dat milud motvach ben Hardei. He said, we don't uh, allow for judgment for people from Lod or from Nahardea, and you've got a double whammy because you're from both. You're from Lod and you live in Nahardea. <coughs> and so therefore, uh, Rabbi Yochanan was simply trying to get rid of Rabbi Samlai. He didn't want him to be in this discussion. What happened? Um, um, Rabbi Samlai somehow got him uh, to to agree to it. He said, okay, studied over three months. So he was asking him to basically go over all of his Torah in, uh, in three months. He said, uh, think about this, Bruya, the famous wife of Ramea, the daughter of Rabchananim and Tradion, who himself taught 300 Shmuot per day from 300 of his teachers, um, and nonetheless, she was not able to accomplish all of this in three years, and you're telling me to do it in three months? Kishakov Azal Marle Rebbe, Mabin Shmo So all of this led to Rabbi Samlai asking Rabbi Yochanan the question, what's the difference between doing it lishmo v'shlo lishmo, lochlam v'shlo lochlav? Meaning, in the case of lishmo v'shlo lishmo, we say it's pasul. But lochlam v'shlo lochlav, we say it's kasher. Amar lehoi v'tzuv rabbonanat, so Rabbi Yochanan conceded, all right, you're a Talmud Chacham, tova eimalach, I'll explain it to you. Lishmo v'shlo lishmo, psulo b'gufo, you've invalidated the, the animal itself. There, it's not about the animal, it's about the eaters and other people's relationship to it, and as long as you've got somebody in your equation that's a proper eater, you're good. And there's more. It all gets mixed up together. You can identify these are the problematic eaters, and this is not. That applies to all of Vodot. It only applies to Shechita, as we saw. And again, lishmo v'shol lishmo yeshno b'tzibur k'v'yachid. That applies to korban tzibur. Lochav shol lochav enok k'v'tzibur k'v'yachid. And again, we saw these same four distinctions. Uh, or some, we saw four distinctions earlier. We see some of the same distinctions here. Mashiamar psulo b'gufo ve'evshal levareri suro chadamiltahi. So psulo gufo and the inability to, to separate out the psul the iser from the het there is really one thing because it means it's inherent in the animal. Why do he say the psul is in the animal? Because you can't weed out the problem. So it's all one thing. So there's really three distinctions. None of us there's distinctions. So now we go back to this story about Sefer Yuchsin, the book of um, of uh, of family uh, connections and family relations. They were they were blinded and they were put in the dark. So 
So there's two psukim, one parak away from each other, in Divrayim Aleph, about a particular atzal, and there's a big parsha in between them, and it looks to be a repetition with one slight variation between the, between the two. Um, and uh, and it says, Eleb and atzal, so it sounds like there was a particular dark moment in there uh, when there was all of these drashot made, and... Um, and uh, and um, and they were not able to, and that's when they they kind of lost the sefer yuchsin. Tanya Let's go back to our topic. If you said kasher, Now our Mishnah just said that if you did it for both, and it did say mulim first, then it's valid. But here the Brita adds in the opinion of acherim, which I think is Rameir, which is that only if you said the proper group first, it's kasher. Why is that valid? The Kula or The only way it's invalid is if it's all Arelim. Veleka. Arelim Muli Nami Kula or Labayinan Veleka. So if you said Arelim Vumulin, you included some good guys. So It sounds like this Acherim believes that Shechita only counts at the end, at the last moment of Shechita. As Rava said, Amarava Adayin Himachloket. And therefore, uh, th- this machloket, by the way, is the is the issue of Rameir versus Rabiosi about Tfos Lashon Rishon that we mentioned a little earlier about which phrasing you accept, whether you accept both or just the first, and that was the discussion of Lishmo Vishalishmo at the beginning of the parak. So, um, so therefore, so if you say mulin first, then mulin count, arelim don't count. Hikdim arelim mulin, if you said arelim first, then arelim chayli, mulin no chayli. And therefore, when you then do the, um, the shechita, and the shechita only counts at the last minute, it's only on that group that was mentioned first. So this totally follows a mayor that fos lashon rishon. Shechita counts all the way through. You intended both groups. You said arilim, and you did. You finished the shechita before you got to say mulim. And here we go. The mayor savar acherim say lo. In other words, he's saying that the machloket was actually settled, and our mayor conceded we take both phrases. But our mayor says lo people You don't need to have your heart and your mouth in the same place. Meaning, if you intended something, even if you didn't say it, it counts. And therefore, um, if you and therefore um. You only follow, sorry, you only follow what you said, and all you said was Arelim. They say the only way for it to count is if you say what you intend, and therefore we disregard it, and therefore we don't care what order it's in, as long as you had Mulim in mind, you're okay. Or mayor says you don't have to, that, that something can be chal without you saying what you intended. Or minu amit kaven lamar truma v'mar maser maser v'mar truma. Oh she'ini chazavayit zev mar lezed different house. Lezed mar lezed different person. Lo amar klum achu pivli bo shavin, and we understand that that's Reb Meir, which means you have your a flaw. A flaw only counts if you say what you mean and you mean what you say. Ela fully. Ela amar bayi reishad amar siman bishon lemulin siman sheni afla relim. Here's what happened when you did the shechita. You do two simanim on the animal. So the shechita, the first siman, you said it was mulin, and the second one, you said I'm including the arelim also. Siman sheni nami p'tichi be mulin. There's even mulin involved in that. 
Seifa demar siman rishon larelim. However, and this is the difference of the order. The way that we're constructing it now is whatever you said first was the entire focus of the first siman. Whatever you said second was added on. So if you said arelim and then mulin, that means your first siman was only arelim and that invalidates it. Siman shini the mulin. The second one you added in. So if you started with mulim, you've got a first siman, the mulim, and the mulim are also on the second siman. But if you did the opposite way, what you have is a full siman for arelim and the second one, arelim are also there. And Rameir, after all, holds that a chatzimatir, uh, it can create pigul. And therefore, the half part of the shechita can have its own independent existence. And the achshav that you had for one siman would count. say it doesn't matter. And therefore, your intent of just arelim on one siman doesn't make a difference. Uh, and, um, and we're gonna consider it all one act of shechita for arelim and mulim, and therefore, and we're at this point gonna say that Rameir, uh, acceded to Rabiosi, that we accept the, the second phrasing, and that Rameir holds pivoli boshavin, you have to say what it is you mean, but the difference would be whether or not we split the shechita into two independent parts as a chatzimatir, or we do not. We'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up, with the uh, implications of owning chametz during the time of Shkita Pesach. And in the next podcast, we should have a wonderful day.